Well, it's always fun to check out and talk with this guy, A.J. Moore, a safety, a special team standout for the Houston Texans. A.J., great to be with you, and you got family up there on the walls behind you. Your head is blocking your jersey, but yes, there's a Moore jersey. That's a Lions. That's your twin brother, C.J. Twin brother, C.J. And there's a Dolphins jersey, even though now he's a Texan, that's your cousin, Cornell Armstrong. How nice is that? Man, it, it honestly doesn't get any better. And just to, you know, have that jerseys here on my wall, it just means so much. And it, it's definitely a big deal. What a talented family, man. You got twin brothers who are playing in the NFL, thriving in the NFL. You got a cousin in Cornell who's on the team with you and doing great things. Is there anybody else in the family we need to know about uh, athletically that's that's doing some awesome stuff? I got a, I can name a, a list of cousins of guys that's just in college right now doing some amazing things. Uh, Curtis Michael was one that played with the Rams. That's also my cousin. Uh, Cameron Williams done a great job in college, and now he's uh, pursuing his his um, his dream, which is coaching. And so, I mean, we're all just striving for it, striving for our, our goals and dreams, and just making things happen. Now, you and I are recording this interview on Monday late morning, and yes, there is there are massive, massive thunderstorms going on throughout the Houston area. You're you're in the it, Houston area. So I can hear you. You got a puppy dog that's whining, don't you? I can hear some. I do. Uh, it's a German Shepherd named Gunner. Uh, <laughs> he, he's about five months, five months now. He's shedding a lot. Um, he, he's... He's a fun dog. He's cool. He, he's kind of chill. <laughs> and uh, I mean, it's definitely been, he's been a handful and definitely kept me company throughout this whole time of quarantine. And it sounds like he hates thunderstorms like my old dogs, who I'm glad they're not here because we wouldn't be able to do this interview. I'm in the, I'm in the stadium. But if we were at home doing this, it wouldn't happen because they freak out during thunderstorms. So you can bring Gunner on if you want. I, I'm, I'm going to let you decide that. Okay, uh, he'll come in in a minute. <laughs> Well, hey, what's this offseason been like for you? You've been traveling back and forth from Mississippi to Houston. You've been working out. You took part in the virtual offseason with the Texans. Tell me, this has been a whirlwind, just like everyone else has gone through, but yours is, is a unique one in itself, isn't it? Yes, sir, it is. Uh, I mean, going but on personal aspect, what's been going on in my life throughout this whole quarantine deal, been back and forth between my hometown, Bassfield, Mississippi, uh, and, and here in Houston just visiting family and trying to help my hometown um, after the, the two horrific tornadoes hit, hit us and uh, just, you know, trying to help the community out in any way that I can. Um, and the Texans helped me and Cornell and see my twin helped us a lot by with giving us advice and just other ways that can help my community. Um, and just, like I said, visiting family and coming back here and working out. So it's definitely been a bunch of traveling for me at first. And now I'm back here located in Houston where we have been working out at a steady uh, steady pace. And, you know what I'm saying, got a, a good routine going with the guys, uh, Cornell and CJ, out with a, in a gym in uh, Missouri City. And we've been getting some good, putting, some, putting in some good work. And so and we're just trying to keep that going. That's, that's been a challenge. You've had to get creative like the rest of your teammates. Sounds like you're in a good situation there. What has been that biggest challenge on the physical side of things as far as getting ready for football, whenever that does resume? That's, that's, um, that's an easy one for me because 
the toughest thing for me has been when do I need to turn it up a notch? Not knowing when, when exactly we're going to go back to playing. There's a certain way that people train. And for me and, and my bros, we, uh, we like to work, start to turn it up a notch going into when we know we're about to play and get, get back started. But we, we have no idea. So it's definitely been tough. So right now you're trying to keep it at an average, average pace and not overwork your body so you're not, you know, you're not so fatigued going when, when training camp start. So that's been the biggest deal for me. And so right now we're just, you know, taking our time and working on you keeping our core strong, basically doing a bunch of running, just trying to stay in shape. And of course hitting some weights, but not too, nothing too crazy yet. And on the metal side of things, the virtual offseason Zoom-wise with the team, we heard from a lot of your teammates on both sides of the ball. And many, if not all of them, have said, because we've had this extra time, it's almost been like we've, we've been taking a graduate-level course in football. Have you, mm -hmm. have you seen that and been, been you know, kind of on the same page as far as that goes? Has it been a lot more intense football-wise in that regard as far as learning? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, the virtual meetings were so very beneficial, not only just focusing on plays, but it was a great thing for us to get a chance to get a feel for our new teammates and, you know, just be able to build chemistry. You know what I'm saying? So, the like I said, they, they were very beneficial. We got a lot done. I mean, and with the circumstances that we were given, I don't think we could have did anything better than that. So I definitely feel like we took full advantage with the, uh, with those meetings. What was it like as far as a special team squad? Because regular season last year, you guys were lights out in coverage again for the second season in a row. You led the team in special teams tackles for the second season in a row. You go through this virtual off season. And then at the end of it, if you find out that your, your coordinator is retiring, leadership is very important, but I also yes, know Ultimately, at the end of the day, the players are making the plays. Where do you see that, that mixing and, and, and going as we head into this 2020 season? Because Sealy, Brad Sealy was an excellent coordinator, but you guys are the ones making the plays too. And I think y'all are probably pretty well prepared, aren't you? Yes, sir, we are. And first, I just want to give a huge shout out to Coach Brad Sealy, man. Just I want to thank him for giving me the opportunity to come and, you know, share, give my talents to the Houston Texans and, just do whatever I can to help this team. And um, so a huge shout out. And yes, the players do make plays, but Coach Seeley put us in the best situations. He, you know what I'm saying? He put guys in the right place at the right time. So mm -hmm. he definitely was the mastermind behind it all. And I'm, we have Coach Tracy still. And I'm sure over the time, they've been working together for years. So he's definitely, I feel like he'll be ready for this moment or who, whoever comes in, they will find out that they have a very talented group and will be ready for whatever scheme that, that they want to do. And we'll just continue to be coachable and just roll with whatever they give us and continue to make plays. You guys have been so well prepared the last two years under Sealy, under Smith. That mm -hmm. can only really help you the, the rest of your NFL career, right? As far as whenever you're seeing what, was happening and, and the planning goes on from the coaches right yeah I definitely I definitely agree with that all right well when we when we talked last year about personal goals you had them pretty high you said you wanted to get up 
and increase the the end of this the special teams tackles totals, which you mm-hmm. did, and you still led the team in special teams tackles. What's the goal for 2020 on an individual basis? Because I know you all want to win a Super Bowl, but individually, yeah. how do you help make that happen? Individually, I uh, of my goal will always, you know, I feel like it would always be to be the leading special team tackler um, and just continue to bring the energy that I feel like I bring and just uh, just being a great teammate, you know what I'm saying? And I would like to uh, get more involved on defense. I kind of got more involved later in the season, uh, this past season, and got my first sack. That was super awesome. And But just to do whatever I'm asked to do, that's 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 what I'm here for, man. And whatever they ask, that's that's what they'll get it from me. So, yeah. We heard from Michael Thomas a few weeks back, and he's one of the best special teams players in the NFL over the last decade. He's really excited. He said to be playing with you and to be joining a squad like the one you one you guys have had the last two years. How cool is it seeing guys like him and some of the others that the Texans have signed this offseason coming to help bolster the strength of this strong unit? Uh, in regards of Mike, uh, speaking to Mike, the feeling is very mutual. I'm, I'm very excited and, you know, uh, ready to get out there on the field with him. Um, but, man, I mean, it's, it's going to be fun. With a great veteran like that coming in, he's going to be able to uh, help us a lot just with, just you know, with him being so experienced and being in the, like you said, being the top special team t- player for a whole decade. So I feel like he's going to help us a lot, and we're, we'll definitely be prepared, and he's going to help. All right, let's play some 12 questions. We did this with you last during training camp, and we went all over the map. We found out about your chicken farming background. We talked about something called bush hogging, which we're going to get into later. But let's start really simply. What show have you been watching the most over the last couple of months while we've all sort of been in a self-quarantine? Uh. Man, I've watched uh, at least I, I watched Ozark. Uh, Good show. I'm in the midst of. I mean, I'm currently watching Money Heist right now. I literally just stopped watching that show before I got on here. <laughs> um, and there's one more that I watched. Uh, Outer Banks. Outer Banks is good. Uh, people should definitely check that one out. Um, but that's pretty much it right now. I'm on. See, I'm on part two of Money Heist, and it's getting pretty good. I'm going to have to check that one out. Pretty much every single one of you that I've interviewed over the last two months, three months has said that about Ozark though. Boy, what yes. a surprise ending there at the, uh, the, the last episode. Oh goodness. I'm definitely excited to see what's going to happen next. So I'm waiting on that one. They need to hurry up and get to season four. Right. For sure. All right. Right. Uh, who's your funniest teammate? The funniest teammate. I would either have to say Dunny. Okay. Uh, or T.A. Tyrell, okay, Tyrell Adams or Brian Adams, Dunn. Yep, okay. yep. Colin Gillespie, he said Tyrell Adams. He voted for Tyrell Adams. Oh, he's uh, a, few other, a few others have voted for Dunn, and many yep. have voted for Titus Howard as well. So that's uh, – oh, yeah, yeah, Titus is a funny guy, man. They're all, they're all good guys, fun to be around. But I had to give it to Dunn. Or uh, T.A. Okay. Why is yes. Dunn the funniest? He's the first one you said. Why would you pick him? I don't know, man. He's just – he got real good energy, uh, just always joking, just good jokes, man. Um, 
he's the DJ of the locker room. So we joke a lot on music. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, he's the DJ of the locker room. He controls the aux cord as he has bragged he many, many times. Ox. So DJ Dunny keeps the good music going. DJ All right. Dunny. Tell me again, what was the name of your high school where you played? Bassfield. Bassfield. All right. Yes, sir. Right now, who you are, what you know, physically who you are, as fast as you are, you get to suit up this season for Bassville High School. What Ooh. positions are you going to play, and what would your stat line be if you played in one game for Bassville? Uh, I would go uh, – I, I can only pick one position. No, you can play both ways. You can do oh, special both, teams okay, also. Okay, yeah, you can do it all. We, we were a small school, and we had a, a small team. We were – very talented, and uh-huh. we didn't care how big the opponent was or how many players they had. So we had to play both ways. So I, I would go back to my normal position, which were uh, fullback and linebacker. And on the offensive side, one game, I, we're, I mean, our coach, after we get up on the scoreboard for a good, you know, a good bit, coach would take us out. Right. But uh, – I would have to say like three touchdowns, maybe, you know, 150 yards, something. So a long break. You can definitely know that. You're going to play like a quarter and a half? I I never played a full – I almost never played a full game at basketball. Y'all were that good, huh? We were pretty good. I'm not trying to be boastful, but we were were very talented. All right, so three scores, 150 yards on offense. What are you doing on defense? If you're playing linebacker, who you are now, you're going to be like Bobby Boucher, basically, aren't you? Right. That's exactly who I would be. I would be a maniac out there. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I would have to say, you know, just a light day, maybe 15 tackles, a couple of forced fumbles, maybe two interceptions. Yeah, that's that's about it. That's not going to last. Only only in a half, though. Yeah, right. That's the only one. That's only one half. That's good. You make a good distinction there because not every one of your teammates, when I've asked that question of them, has has brought that up. So you you acknowledge the domination that'll happen, but you've also integrated sportsmanship too. So that's that's oh, good on sure. you. Good on you, AJ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I've uh, I asked you this before, but how much did it change once he was in the NFL? How much on a daily basis did you get to talk with your twin brother CJ? Um, since we've both been in the NFL or yes, what? Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, we talk every day. Yeah, um, how much? We sit on the phone for hours. And, I mean, we talk about each other's day. And pretty much since he was kind of new to the uh, – going into the NFL with him, I wanted to hear about, you know, how are things going. He wanted to share it with me. And basically just talking about his day mainly first. And then I'll just let him know what's going on over here as far as how, how, how my day was. And, um, but, I mean, with this whole quarantine deal, he's been here living with me this whole entire time. We've been working out together. So we've been spending a ton of time together. But uh, when we're not, when we're not, when we're away from each other, we're on the phone for hours and just either playing the game or, you know what I'm saying, talking ball. Are almost not even saying anything, but we could just be on the phone and not say anything. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm not minimizing anything that's happened with COVID-19. It's horrible worldwide, but there have been some good side effects. And I think you getting to spend time with your brother, that's, 
that's been a nice well, side effect, hasn't it? it you wouldn't it, have had that time, right? It definitely has. Uh, it's, it's been a, you know, it's definitely a tough time right now in the world, but it's, it's like you said, it's been a good time for guys just to spend time with family. Uh, of course, we don't we don't get a chance to see our families as much, especially during season. So right now, it's just been a good time to just fellowship with fam and just you know spend time with them and just get things done that we we, we need to do. All right, you mentioned earlier in the interview that you've been back and forth to Mississippi, where you're from, and yes, you uh, you know quite a bit about farming. And when we talked last, when we did this interview. Mm-hmm. You told me you did a lot of bush hogging, which is, just to remind the folks, what is bush hogging? Uh, and whoever watching this, don't, uh, the terminology may be wrong, but what we call it in Bassville is, is cutting grass in pastures where a normal lawnmower can get to. And it's, it's basically just keeping your pastures good and clean, low grass. So, you know, we, we bush hog a lot. We have a, a good amount of land, so and we we like to keep our stuff sharp. So we're always out there on the tractor bush hogging. And bush hogging can be pretty therapeutic, right? Kind of calming. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, but I mean, depending on it's it's hot out there. You yeah. mostly bush hog when it's hot, um, and the sun is just beaming. It's just you out there on the tractor. It can be very therapeutic, but you might want to bring some water. You know what I'm saying? But uh. <laughs> It, it, it's definitely, it can be a good time, it can be a bad time, just depending on how you like the sun. All right, well, I'm, um, I'm unofficially, I'm going to crown you as the, the Houston Texans' best bush hogger. But okay. if, if there were a, a second best bush hogger, who do you think would that likely be? What Texan would be the second best bush hogger? What Texan? And I know that's Ooh. a totally random thing to ask, but, you know. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about, like, who's the next biggest country boy uh that's i kind of want to say jacob always dressed up as a cowboy but i don't know if he's truly country or he just like wearing country clothes uh you know he has uh, the look yeah he has the look he has the look but it's different when you know what i'm saying to actually live it out uh i think he grew up in colorado so i don't you know okay uh man that's a tough one it could be Titus. Yeah. It it could be Titus. Uh, and I'm key on crossing is I mean, but yeah. The next the next one it would have to be my cousin Cornell. I mean, he's always with us when, when we're all at home. He's at the farm with us. We're always hanging out. I don't know. I don't know if he's. I'm sure you have. I'm sure he's bush hog before. But yeah, uh, that's too. Na- that's that. So the cousins are the best. Yeah. Right? I'm gonna say yeah. that. That's. Yeah. Sure. That's easy. Okay. Yeah. Who do you think would be the worst bush hogger? Hmm. The worst bush hogger would have to be. I'm gonna say Deshaun Watson. <laughs> really? <laughs> I would have to say Deshaun Watson. Uh, for well, some I, reason, boy, that's a surprise. Why? Yeah, because I, for some reason, I just don't feel like he would have any idea what to do on a tractor. And that, that'll be funny to see, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I, respect, I respect your opinion, but he seems like the guy, the type of guy that could kind of handle any situation. And he's, you know, he's got all those cars, so he knows how to do things. Yeah, with, yeah. yeah, all right. Well. That's true. That's true. All right, uh, how, about, how about cooking? What's the last thing that you've cooked? Um, 
me, my twin and I grilled yesterday. Oh, what we, was it? Uh, just chicken, uh, okay. chicken, hot links. Uh, some people call it pink sausage, mm -hmm. uh, hamburgers. I mean, and it was pretty good. It's a nice barbecue going, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Not bad. Well, that's good because uh, your former special teams teammate, Taiwan Jones, he was the leader in the category as far as having not cooked in a long time. It had been three years on Mother's Day since he had cooked. So Three years? Yeah. I don't know how that I'm, happened. Uh, I'm honestly afraid to see what the food turned out like. <laughs> I don't know what it I, – I can't, I can't imagine. Three years? That's a long that's, time, isn't it? That's a long time. That's well, tough. AJ, man, this has always been a fun conversation. I really do appreciate the time. Be safe over the next few months, and we can't wait to see you guys back in the building, back on the field for the Texans, and uh, you take care, all right? Yes, sir. You too.